friends. Welcome back to Autoimmune and You. I'm your host, Erica. And I'm Rachel. (laughs) And today we're going to just do a little small uh, episode here about kind of the things that we do to keep our mental health in check. Just simple little tips that you can use in your everyday life. And yeah. Erica and I were talking about different things that we do in our daily life that bring us joy and it's really, really simple stuff. It's not things that cost you a lot of time or money or really effort or energy. And I'm hoping that by listening to this short episode, you'll maybe find like one or two things that can help you bring joy into your life. So Erica, what are a couple of the things that we were talking about that really bring you joy that you do on like a daily or weekly basis? So one of the things that I really love doing is minimizing my home. Mm So I am not a person that likes to hold on to stuff, especially if it's not serving any purpose in my life and it's just sitting in a closet or like sitting on a shelf collecting dust. To me, that like, it gives me anxiety. It gives me stress knowing that like, there's just something sitting here that's not getting any use and it's kind of clouding up my mind and my home. And I, you know, since I work from home, I like a really clean, clear space. That's what helps me. And so occasionally, like a couple of times a month, I just kind of go through our closets, go through my clothes, go through our kitchen, get rid of like Tupperware and like stuff that's just a bunch of plastic mm-hmm. that I don't need. And then, um, so yeah, that's something that I've been working on is just like really minimizing our home. And that makes me happy. And not that I'm like going to go out and like replace it with another bunch of junk. Mm -hmm. I'm really just trying to minimize my life in every type of capacity. So whether it's like minimizing my time on social media, minimizing the stuff that I collect uh, in my house, just kind of getting back to a more like simple way of living. And that brings me joy. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm the same way. I've actually always been that way ever since I was little. My mom would, my mom has told me that when I was younger, instead of playing with my toys, I would like sit there and organize them in colors or in like types of animals or it put them in a line. (laughs) And I've always Mm -hmm. loved organization and it just really makes me feel so much more clear headed. And it's really true that when my apartment is a mess, my head is automatically a mess. Even if I feel like I have my shit together, like my head is automatically a mess. And it's actually funny that you say this as the first tip because last week it was, I don't know, literally a week to the day I went through my entire apartment and went through my kitchen cabinets, my closets, my bedroom Mm -hmm. closet, my jewelry, everything, and just got a huge pile of stuff that I wanted to give away. And it felt so freaking good to be able to do that. And also to know that these things that once brought me joy, maybe they don't anymore and maybe they'll bring someone else joy. And it's just like, that brings me even more joy. (laughs) Yeah. And, and exactly. And it's not like, you know, there's some things that are obviously just trash and there's going to be no use for it to Mm -hmm. someone else. But for our clothes, what I like to do, if we have like solid, legit clothes, Mm -hmm. one, I 
try to find a homeless person, like literally I will drive around either mm -hmm. me or both my husband and I will drive around and we'll try to find someone that can fit the clothes that we have. Mm -hmm. And so, especially like during the winter time when it's freezing outside, like mm -hmm. if we have like extra jackets and stuff like that, that we don't use, mm -hmm. we'll go give it to someone. And then if we can't, you know, if we can't find anyone, which is kind of rare, but if we can't, we'll go give it to like Goodwill or something mm -hmm. like that. And then if it's just no good at all, obviously we'll have to get rid of it. But I always try to find a better home for it before I just like throw it in the garbage. Um, but yeah, that really helps me. And then I think... Um, I think that's a really good idea about driving around and finding people to give the things to. That's a great idea. I actually never thought of doing it in that way because I've definitely walked around the city and had little like, you know, lunch bags and stuff like that. But I've never thought about the clothes, you know, just giving it mm. directly to someone like that. What I try yeah. to do when I'm giving stuff away, instead of giving items or clothing to like Goodwill Salvation Army, those big names that they end up throwing away so much. I mean, there's articles all the time about like how much stuff they're yeah. always throwing away. Right. So what I try to do is wherever I'm living, I look for local homeless coalitions or women's shelters or just really any sort of smaller shelter or smaller nonprofit because a lot of times they are looking for certain yeah. types of donations and you can always Google and find so many and look on their website or give them a call and see what types of items they're needing. And a lot of times I'm sure you're probably giving away some of yeah. those items. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's a really, I love that we started there. That's a really great um, way yeah. to bring joy and kind of like clear up your mental health. Yeah. And also like, okay, when it comes to like giving, like handing over something to a homeless person, there's that interaction there, right? Mm -hmm. It's this interaction that they most likely don't get in their everyday lives because people tend to think, oh, they're just in the background of society. Like, mm -hmm. let's just walk past them, you know? And so I'm this last um, winter when it was like super, super cold, um, there was this homeless guy, like I drove around, found this homeless guy. He was sleeping by like the city hall. And I got out and, you know, this is during COVID time. So I had my mask on, he had his mask on, but he was like laying on the ground and I walked up to him, like, you know, with some space in between, I was like, Hey, sir. And he was like, totally shocked, you know, because like someone's coming up to him and they're like, I literally was yeah. like, Hey, like, how are you? Like, are you okay? I was like, it's really cold out. I was like, my husband had this extra jacket and I was looking for someone to give it to someone. And he was like, oh my gosh. And it was this nice jacket that my uh, husband had got in Romania. Wow. So it was like this super thick, nice jacket. And this guy was super happy. And I was just like, take care of yourself. Just having that little bit of interaction is not, you know, not only good for them, but it's also good for me because it's like, okay, I feel like I'm contributing into society mm -hmm. in a way that most people don't think about. And so that brings me joy and that helps my mental health to give helps your mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people forget about that because we're, it, we're such in the mindset of like me, 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 like mm -hmm. what can I get that we like forget that by just doing something for someone else can actually have a big impact on yourself without trying to. That's so true. That energy exchange is so important. And I think that especially for people that don't usually get that type of energy exchange, I mean, mm -hmm. we could go on forever about yeah. the difference yeah. of like how people that don't necessarily have a home are treated versus someone that does. And it's really sad. And 
instead of like looking down on them or just being like, oh, that's sad. Like you can do something Mm -hmm. about it, right? In little Mm -hmm. ways here and there, even if it's just walking by and saying, hi, how are you? Or smiling instead of ignoring Mm -hmm. them. Um, And that can, again, that can bring you joy in such a different way than things or, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That energy exchange is super important. So, so touching on that energy exchange thing, Mm -hmm. we can kind of segue into having conversations with loved ones and friends and family that, you know, are supportive of what you're doing costs, you no money Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of time, but you'll also definitely focus on those people that really fill your, fill your bucket, you know, like Mm -hmm. fill your soul and make you feel energized walking away. When Mm -hmm. you are feeling in a low place, it's really important to surround yourself with people like that. But it's also important to surround yourself with people like that when you're not in a low place, when you're in that high place, it's just as important to keep those people around and to keep those interactions going to keep your vibe high. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, who you hang out with also contributes to your mental health because Mm -hmm. if you're hanging out with people that are like, you know, constantly complaining, they're pissed off at everything in the world and they're, they're in this like victimization role, you know, Mm -hmm. and they, it's a very unconscious role that they're in, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it. And that kind of energy does weigh on other people. And so I'm not to say that you can't have like any, like we all complain, complain in some type of way, mm-hmm. but there's a different energy when that person is really in that unconscious role of like victimization and like everything is, you know, happening to them. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of energy also plays a role in like how you feel about yourself. And so I don't like to work, use like, say like, oh, just hang out with positive people because that's unrealistic, mm-hmm. but you still need to have people in your life that are like, uplifting, think about the world in the way that you see the world, mm-hmm. you know? So it's important for me to hang out with people that are passionate, that are compassionate. Like those things for me, make me happy and make me in a be- better mental state. Yeah, absolutely. And also taking don't take advice from someone that doesn't have what you have, what you want. I mean, that is something Mm -hmm. that I feel like a lot of like personal development speakers talk about all the time is you should two things. You should try not to always be the least or the most accomplished person in the room. Like you should always be around Mm -hmm. people that are quote unquote, that you see as more accomplished as you or like having the things that you want because it Mm -hmm. pushes you to be a better person and it pushes you towards your goals. Now I'm not saying like every single person needs to be like higher, higher status or whatever than you, but it's important to make sure that the people that you're interacting with truly, again, energize you and make you want to be a better person in in whatever way anyway. Mm -hmm. And, um, that goes along with this like idea that in order to maintain like a high vibration. Now, when I say high vibration, you can roll your eyes and be like, oh, she's a hippie, whatever. But literally every living being on this planet has vibrations. Like that's mm-hmm. just a scientific mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. And in, and there is also a lot of science behind the fact that love and gratitude are two of the highest vibrations that a human yeah. can possibly mm-hmm. have. 
And Mm -hmm. so when you are hanging out with people and that you're talking to people that keep your vibration high, meaning you're feeling that love, you're feeling that gratitude, it's Mm -hmm. going to just continue to have that ripple effect, not only on other people, but through yourself. And it's going to create a different type of mindset for yourself without really like doing much. It's kind of a passive way of keeping your vibe high is just by surrounding yourself with these people. But also, um, in order to do that, you need to be paying attention and mindful of everything around you, the things that you're seeing, the things that you're listening to, the things that you're feeling, and making sure that you are doing as much as you can to keep those all of those things around you in every way in that kind of high vibe category, if you will. So what are some other like yeah. smaller tips that you like to do around like your house per se, like things that you see or here? Um, I mean, I just, I'm a tidy person. So like, yeah, making sure my house is clean, that personally brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, getting a new candle and lighting that in my house. That's something. Especially right after you completely deep clean a house. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's just nothing like lighting a candle in your clean, clean home. There's nothing like feeling that satisfaction after you've spent the time cleaning your home. And now you can, you know, have the reward of just sitting and looking at the things in your house and be like, wow, I'm so grateful that I get to live in this clean home and it's shelter over my head. And I have running water. Mm -hmm. I have a bed that I can, you know, rest my head in. Those things make me feel a lot more gratitude when I take care of my house and keep it clean because it it kind of applies to the way you treat your body. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if you're eating garbage and putting garbage mentally things, you watch the things you listen to, right. And the things that you put in your body, it's like, you're not really having appreciation for it, you know, because you're just, it's disposable to you basically. And so when I clean my house and I keep it organized and I keep things minimal, I feel like I have way more gratitude for the things that I have. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's so beautiful. Now I want to go clean my house right now. (laughs) I'm the same way though. I always keep a tidy house. Everything's always in its place. I always make sure that I go to bed with a clean home, but there's something to be said for that, like deep cleaning where you're really like dusting everything and wiping down everything and then lighting that candle after another thing that brings me that same kind of feeling is going, we were talking before we started recording about going to the farmer's market or going to the store and just grabbing some fresh flowers and putting them in a nice vase and having them on Mm -hmm. your counter so that right once you walk into your home, you see them. Um, And something that I like to do when you're trimming your flowers and, you know, like the little pieces of flowers will come off sometimes. I like to grab one of my little, maybe like a little stemless wine glass or like whatever kind of short glass you have, put some water in it and put the little pieces of flowers in it. And then you could put that like in your bathroom or next to your nightstand and just Mm -hmm. kind of disperse the flowers around your, um, well, in my case, apartment or home. Mm -hmm. And that just like brings joy to me so much to see, you know, flowers are living and also like plants everywhere. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I lived a really long time in my own apartments without plants. I don't know. I always was convinced that I would kill them because someone got me like an orchid one time and I killed it so fast, but orchids are so temperamental. Mm -hmm. And I started getting plants when I was in, uh, when, once I moved to California 
And mm. I don't know how I ever lived in an apartment without plants. I have so yeah. many plants everywhere, which is actually what sparked this conversation and our idea for this <laughs> podcast episode. Yeah. Cause I was just in my room looking at all my plants thinking like, God, they make me so happy. And like, mm. I don't know. It just, it's having these other living, beautiful things around you and that you have to take care of. Yeah. And another thing that's in that same kind of category is like pets, like cats, dogs, mm-hmm. like whatever type of pet yep. is, is your jam, like having another living being there as a companion, but also that you have to take care of. And it kind of reminds you to take care of yourself as well. Yep. And also I'm just thinking about kind of going off of this like clean apartment vibe, right? You're, you can play music when you're cleaning. If cleaning is not your jam, get through it by creating some sort of like kind of game out of it or like make it fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, I have to clean because you know, yeah. it's kind of like working out, you know, you might not want to do it and you might be like hating yourself during or hating the process during maybe not yourself, but that's mm-hmm. a little extreme <laughs> hating the process during, but afterwards you're going to be like, Oh, thank God I did that. Same thing goes for cleaning your house. And so mm-hmm make it fun, put on some like pump up music, some like really good jams for me personally. It's like electronic, like house music. I love that shit. Mm. Um, putting on some, like, I don't know, maybe some gangster rap, maybe some like indie tunes, whatever your jam is and putting it on and just dancing around. First of all, dancing period can bring you so much joy. I don't care if you think you're a dancer or not. Everyone is a dancer because guess what? Everyone has a body. If you have a body, you're a dancer and you, that whole like dance, like no one's watching that like cliche quote. It's so true though. Just do it. Seriously, I promise you, just Mm -hmm. try it one time and you're going to be like, thank you, Rachel. I promise. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I don't do that as often as I probably should. But when I see you do it, I'm like, oh, I should do that because (laughs) it is liberating because I love like dancing with my friends, but I just don't do it enough like by myself. And maybe, yeah, that would put me, you know, uplift my spirits when I am feeling a little bit of like a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of stress or something like that. So good. Tip. Even if yeah. it's like a 30 minute or a 30 minute, whoa, like a 30 <laughs> second <Whoopsie>. thing. <laughs> I mean, I do that too, but even if it's like a 30 okay. second little like session where you're just kind of like bobbing your head or moving your shoulders, that's something that's still raising your vibration. And another thing now that I'm on this little dance tangent is my best friend, Alexis, got me a trampoline, like one of those little mini trampolines, mm-hmm. um, like two years ago. And it is the best thing, the best oh, thing wow. to just like, I don't go on it for a long time. Cause like my joints would not like that, but like bouncing on it, like for, I don't know, 10, 30 yeah. seconds, like it feels so good. And I dare you to get a mini trampoline, or even if you have kids and you have a big trampoline, get on that thing for 10 seconds and tell me that you're not smiling within that 10 freaking seconds. It's the mm-hmm. best. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say that, you know, also like you don't have to do anything buy anything or be around anyone to have joy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being okay with being by yourself mm-hmm. and not having to have something in your external world bring you joy is also the component. So a component of this. So yes, there are things that you can do outwardly that bring you joy, right? And we do mm-hmm. them all the time. But we have to really come to a spot where we're okay with just being in our home, doing nothing, simply looking out the window or Mm -hmm. just petting your animal 
and just being calm. And I think mm-hmm. there's not enough of that too in our society is that we're always seeking outward for something to entertain us mm-hmm. and like bring us joy. But ultimately joy and all that is inside of us. It has to, whether, yeah, it has what, to come from within. Yeah. So like, uh, it's really helped me with when I minimize things in my external world, I realize I need to minimize things in my internal world. So yeah, I try to challenge myself to sometimes just do nothing because I think a lot of us, we get really anxious and we're like, oh, I need to put on Netflix. I need to do this. I need to do that. And it's all really just distraction of the mind. Mm -hmm. So I try to challenge people to actually do less and Mm -hmm. try to do nothing, not all day, right? Like I'm not expecting you to just like sit in your room and like stare at a blank wall, but like, it's crazy how, how much like, uh, resistance we feel when we do nothing, mm-hmm. right? We feel this urge to check our phone, to send out that email that we need to send out or like whatever it is. And that, that actually takes away our joy because we're not being in the present moment. And mm-hmm. everything good actually comes from the present moment. Yeah. And if we're not, you know, I listened to a lot of Eckhart Tolle and I just watched uh, one of his little talks on YouTube like a couple of days ago. And he was sitting there on stage and he was talking about presence, which he always does. Mm-hmm. But he was like looking at this base of flowers and he was saying like to just look at the flowers, don't label it as a rose as a tulip or whatever it is that our mind automatically does is to just label things. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, look at it and just capture the essence of what that is. And so he was saying that the tulip becomes a tulip when we recognize that it's a tulip, but the tulip doesn't know it's a tulip. Mm -hmm. So uh, my point is, is that to be able to just sit and look at things in our everyday life that we totally take for granted because it's just our brains are so used to seeing it, you know? So when Mm -hmm. you take a step back and to look at, you know, how simple life really can be and how you can find joy in simplicity, I feel like that gives me the most joy compared to when I feel like, oh, I have some extra cash. Like I want to go out and like get a nice outfit for myself Mm -hmm. because I'll feel good for two seconds. And then I put it in my closet and I don't even think about it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's just really important for me that I've learned, especially having a disease and feeling like I'm missing out on things Mm -hmm. and, you know, whether it was rock climbing or going hiking or being able to do like strenuous stuff, Mm -hmm. just being able to simply be okay in my body and just be like, okay, this is what's happening. I can still find some type of joy and gratitude, even though I have nothing crazy going on in my life. Even when I started my business, like just all these types of things where like I had all these high expectations of myself and just letting expectations go too brings me joy because I'm like, oh my gosh, Like I'm way over complicating life and it can really be freaking easy. Yeah. You bring up a good point about gratitude. Something that can very quickly and easily bring you joy is practicing gratitude. If you're wherever you're sitting, wherever you're standing, pause for literally right now, right now, let's practice this. Look around you or just think about three things that you're grateful for. Literally anything, anything that you can think of or anything that you can see. 
I'm grateful for this plant on my desk. I'm grateful for this water bottle that I carry around because it makes sure that I am constantly consuming enough water throughout my day. And I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for Erica that I'm staring at right now because I love these conversations that we have. And I love being able to connect with another person who goes through a lot of the same things that I go through and feels very strongly and passionate about the same things that I do. Easy. Mm -hmm. Brings me joy. And it takes two seconds to practice gratitude. Yeah. I think practicing gratitude is like, it's very underestimated. You know, people Mm -hmm. don't understand the power of just taking a few seconds to reflect on the things that you have in your life to that you're grateful for, because we're always in the mode of what more can I get to make me more happier? Yep. We're never in a place of, I have this now and I'm content with that, but it doesn't mean you can't strive for more. Right. But like, you should already feel like your cup is full and that nothing else that's going to come to your life is going to add more value to what you already are. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's super important. Yeah. I think these are all like super good things that are very, very simple and Mm -hmm. maybe they're common sense to you. Maybe they're not, but I know for sure that these are things that have really helped Rachel and I be in a better like mental state. And I took all these things for granted Mm -hmm. before I was sick. I did not think about gratitude. Mm -hmm. I did not think about being present. I did not think about any of these things. Same. So in a sense, I'm grateful for this disease because it is continuously my source of awakening and it is continuously making me a better human. You know, uh, it's forced me to really take a look at my life and the things that I'm doing and the things that I want in life and to really understand that I have everything that I need within me and that everything else is just extra. It's just the cherry on top. (laughs) And one other thing is I like to go, just go outside. Mm -hmm. Like I know this is crazy, but the way our society is built, most of us are indoors all the time. And so Especially you know, with COVID, when you're inside like working from home too. So yeah, especially since COVID, it's like you need to get outside. If I walk around my complex, you know, do a couple laps, it totally changes my mindset. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, the birds are out. I could hear the birds. I can feel the sun on my skin. I'm getting my heart rate going, you know, like all those types of things remind you that you're alive. And when you're sitting inside, not getting sunlight, not moving, your energy is stagnant. Yeah. You know, doing simple things like that really can help you. Yeah. I think that we, we tend to forget that there's literally energy flowing everywhere, all around us at all times. And we forget to be able that we yeah. can harness it whenever we want, especially that outdoor mm-hmm. energy that like, um, energy from the sun, energy from the moon. If it's nighttime energy from the plants around, even I live in the city. I'm not even kidding you. People probably think I'm insane. So if you see me on the street, holla, uh, I literally will go up to a tree and hug it and just like sit there. Or I'll like go like purposely brush up Mm -hmm. against a tree or like go barefoot on grass. Like I don't care. And it is so, first of all, If you really tune in, you can harness that energy and you can feel it flowing through. You can call me crazy all you want. I don't care. I promise you, if you Mm -hmm. pay attention, you will feel it. Even just looking at the 
not looking directly at the sun, but like looking at the sun, looking at the blue sky, looking at the clouds, paying attention when the moon comes out, paying attention to what stars Mm -hmm. you can see, um, feeling a leaf between your fingers, like picking a flower, all of these things connect you more with this energy that is constantly flowing throughout this entire earth. And there is it is so underestimated. And I think it's really important for all of us as a collective to start tuning back into that and to take a million steps back to where we started as humans, because that is where we need to be right now, especially with the state of the world. Oh my God. Yes. I totally agree with that. And I think there is actually science to support. Like if we walk on the ground outside Mm -hmm. that it actually like changes the chemistry in our body. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we're like looking at concerts through phones and everything is just with a lens between a lens between our eyes or clothes between our contact with the earth or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I feel like this is the biggest reason there is such a mental health crisis right now is that even though we are quote unquote more connected than ever through social media, we are more disconnected from ourselves, and we're more disconnected from our earth. We're more disconnected from our food. We're more disconnected from our feelings. So there's a list of things that we're completely disconnected from. And I feel like this is why so many people, no matter what they do, they just can't feel happy Mm -hmm. because they're expecting happiness to change by doing the same thing and being disconnected from everything. But it's like, people need to get, we need to get down to the basics. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing that brings you joy is like simple basics of going outdoors, put, putting your feet on the ground. Like Rachel said, like brushing up against a tree, looking up, like, that's why I love camping because when I go outside camping, I forget about everything that's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. I forget that people are, are in suits going to jobs. I forget that social media exists. I forget any of these things and I'm completely immersed in nature. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm staring at bugs, you know, (laughs) my nails, like all these simple things that I really, really enjoy. And I feel like, you know, people are seriously lacking that. And so I challenge you, like you, if you're feeling low, just go do something simple. You don't need to go do a crazy hike. Just get outside. Just start observing the world around you. Mm-hmm. And it'll really make you feel like, oh my God, I'm a human in this universe on a planet that can sustain life. Yeah. One of my favorite concepts that I have taken with me ever since I heard it is we as humans, all we are is a soul in a human body having an experience on this planet, period. So we get so caught up in daily life and have to do this and have to do that. And oh my God, my job and oh my God, my kids and oh my God, this disease. But in reality, when you really tune inward in every possible way, I promise you, you will begin and continue your healing process in such a more um, profound way. I have never felt more aligned and more healthy than I do right now because I have been doing so much more work. And over ever since my diagnosis, yes, I dove into mindset right away. But now that I have not only dove into just the the surface level mindset, but more that like soul level of mindset, 
it has completely yeah. transformed. And when I'm talking soul level of mindset, I'm literally talking about these simple things that we're talking about, about tuning in and realizing, wow, it's really amazing that I have the capacity to be grateful for these things. It's really mm. amazing that I have these material things in my life. Um, I have this body that I can move in. I'm surrounded by this beauty of the earth and, and the environment that I'm in and the people that are in my life. And that's, yes, it's a simple concept in general, which is why it, it is something that everyone should um, start to incorporate into their life. But that doesn't make it, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily easy. And I think that that's why a lot of people avoid it is, or Mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know, maybe they really do think it's just like a hippie mindset, Mm -hmm. but listen, I'm sorry. You can think that all you want. And it's not, it's not, it's literally just a, it's, a mindset of mindfulness and just being aware it's awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's much easier to, uh, focus on the external world than it is to control and observe the internal world. Right. Like, so getting up and going shopping at the mall is a lot easier than sitting in your house for 15 minutes and doing nothing and just Mm -hmm. observing your own self and being okay with doing nothing that is way harder and that's why Mm -hmm. people don't do it we're all quick to find something even in myself it's still a conscious thing that I have to think about you know when I'm feeling like I'm lacking something it's so easy to just want to go do something that's externally going to give me some type of reward instead Mm -hmm. of just going hey Erica like just sit just observe, just be okay with doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that's hard. That, that's really, really hard work. And, you know, it, it's the hardest thing that you could possibly do, but it has the biggest reward overall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple more tips that kind of go along with what you were just saying is doing, putting on a quick meditation, even if it's like a three minute YouTube meditation that can bring you so much gratitude and joy and love those high vibrations that we were talking about earlier. Um, as well as nourishing your body, putting healthy foods into your body, or maybe cooking some, a healthy meal that mm-hmm. can bring you joy. Yep. Drinking yep. some hot tea or coffee, whatever you like, mm-hmm. it feels really good and like Soothing. nourishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. As well as same thing um, with cold water, for instance, knowing that this water is really nourishing your body, that can bring you joy. So things like that are paying attention to what you're putting into your body. So we talked about things that you can see. We talked about things you can hear. We talked about things that you can feel like the people around you, like feeling gratitude. And this is something that you can control and that can bring you joy of things that you put into your body as well. Yep. A hundred percent with what you put in your body can be a source of joy when you're connecting to your food. Again, Mm -hmm. if you are, you know, buying everything packaged, you're buying, you know, all your food, fast food, you are losing that connection with your food and Mm -hmm. it's not going to make you feel good mentally. And your, your food is losing that energetic connection too. It's not only just you not having that connection. Like eating vibrant, you know, whole foods gives you a whole different like perspective on nutrition and like what you're putting into your body. Because Mm -hmm. like I said, it's all about this whole thing with mental health. I really, really, really believe it has to do with disconnecting Mm -hmm. from how we were like in 
from an evolutionary perspective, we've advanced so fast in such a short amount of time that we're not mentally catching up with the way that our society is living. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's contributing to a lot of people's anxiety and depression. And the more we get back to some simple ways of living, I feel like the more joyful and more happier and more gratitude that we experience. So true. I just got shivers because it's such a clear, concise message. Just go back to basics. Think about the things that, I mean, think about things that cavemen were like grateful for probably the sun shining so that they could see to like go fire. Yeah. All of these little things just go back to basics. That is where we need to be at right now in order to really heal mentally and to continue to forge on this high vibration journey. Yeah. So those are some of the quick tips that we have for you. I really hope that you were able to maybe take a couple of things from this conversation. Maybe these are things that you knew, but you just needed a little bit of a refresher. And we are hoping that you continue this journey of health and wellness and vitality and gratitude. We are here for you every single step of the way. We absolutely love all of these like comments and messages that you send each of us as well as um, on our autoimmune and new Instagram page. Thank you so much for continuing to be here. We are so grateful for you and we hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. We want to remind you guys that we are not medical professionals, nor do we give medical advice. So please do not stop taking any medications without consulting your doctor. However, if you'd like to learn more about holistic ways to manage your autoimmune symptoms, we each offer private coaching services and would love to help you. Stay tuned for our next episode. In the meantime, let's connect on Instagram. We are at autoimmune and you, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to follow each of our personal accounts, we would love that too. You can find our Instagram handles and our websites in the show notes. We'll chat next time. And always remember, you are more powerful than you think. So, (laughs) I don't know. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Okay, (laughs) that was fun. All right. (laughs)